Happy Monday, everyone. This is Bree of the Compassionately You podcast. And today I'm here again with Susan Clark of HT Performance. Hi, Susan. Hey, how are you, Bree? I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm good. How are you doing? Doing all right. <laughs> good. And so um, Susan came on the podcast earlier this year and she talked about her own chronic pain and arthritis and her personal journey there. But we recently had coffee yes. <laughs> and we talked about how um, there's personal growth and relational growth that we go through as humans and we each individually grow as we age but we also grow in relationships if we continue that relationship and our relationship grows and changes and morphs so we just wanted to come on and talk more about that together yeah that was such a fun conversation and i'm excited to be able to share it with others because i think that we just i don't know we just got touched on some really important things definitely and so um i think one of the things that we touched on first was just that it's okay to grow ourselves. Um, sometimes I know when I was in my 20s, I felt very just uh, not very confident in myself, still figuring out who I was, kind of comparing to everyone else. And now being more in my 30s, that confidence kind of comes with age, but also life experiences. And it's okay to keep growing individually. Like it's not a selfish thing. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, and that relation, that growth during a relationship, whether it's a romantic relationship or a friendship or even a relationship of some sort with a family member, um, that growth has to come from a place of authenticity with yourself and mm -hmm. first. And, um, and that's that struggle, right? There's a reason why demographic age demographics exist because you grow and change from 18 to 24 in ways that are different from how a 25 to 34 year old grows and changes. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, even like even marketing people get this, right? Mm -hmm. So, so um, you know, to ignore that in our own growth and our own relationships can be really problematic. Um, but I think to say it in a more positive way, it's to when you are so comfortable with yourself and who you are um, and how that, interaction works with others um, you can just grow that relationship as well as yourself in a really safe way um, in in a way that protects both your independence um, and the independence of the person that you're in relationship with um, and some days that looks like you know 50 50 or something close to it but um, the reality is most days it doesn't look anything like that um, you know there's I think there's that myth, right? That like, yes. <laughs> it's yes. going to be like 50-50 all the time and like, it'll just be great. Well, the fact of the matter is sometimes it's like really like 99 and one and sometimes it's 80-20 and mm -hmm. some days everything aligns perfectly and it's this 50-50 beautiful thing. Um, but it works both ways. Like it can't always be, um, you know, 99 and one on you. Sometimes yeah. it's your partner carrying that 99 and that's okay. Um, as long as it doesn't end up lopsided <laughs> yes. all the time, yeah. um, you know, as long as there's some balance in that. Um, but part of that, I guess, too, is boundaries, right? Like, what mm -hmm. are you, what are you, I don't know, what does that mean to you in terms of relationship? Right? Yeah, maybe boundary, like all different types of categories with boundaries. So you have the boundary with yourself, like, okay, I'm going to do this many personal things today, 
you know, or this mini work things. And sometimes those boundaries flex and change based on commitments and what you have to do in your season of life. So that's like the individual boundary for yourself. And then the relational boundary, I think, is, okay, how much can I give today? Just based on all the different factors that might be going on. Um, what's going on that day, environment, my mental health, my physical health, like all those different things. How much can I give to all the different relationships in my life today to still feel like I'm um, giving, but I'm not burning out, I guess. You know, relationship burnout. You don't want that. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, sometimes that could mean sending a quick just like um, text to people saying encouragement. I try to do that now and then just because that's an easy thing. It doesn't take very much time (laughs) and then you do that. Um, So I think, yeah, I'm kind of going all over the place, but (laughs) it's fun. This is what it's for. So that's kind of the different boundaries there. How much can you give that day? Um, And it's okay if, like you said, some days are going to be 80-30, you know, and some days it's going to be the other way. Um, there's just different seasons of life and different seasons of even just physical and mental health. Um, so, and then what are your thoughts on boundaries? Yeah. Um, you know, it's so important to have those boundaries for yourself, um, in before you, or as you grow in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that gets back to what you started with, right? Like when you are still figuring yourself out, it's hard to have those boundaries because if you don't know, if you don't feel connected and um, in touch with who you are at your own core, how do you know where those boundaries are? Yes. Um, you know, in, to make a kind of um, exaggerated <laughs> example of it, right? Like. Mm-hmm if I think I'm a fish, you know, like my boundary is going to be water, right? Um, But if it turns out I'm actually a frog and I need to be in the water sometimes and on land other times, that's important to know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like I said, it's a little bit of a ridiculous um, example, but that idea, right, that if you don't know who you are, um, you don't know where to set those boundaries. And so... Finding that first, um, really being in touch with yourself, but also being open to the fact that like you can be growing and changing with somebody alongside you. And, mm-hmm. um, and other people, people that care about you can have really great insight um, about you. Yes. <laughs> um, and so being receptive to that, um, but then, you know, looking at that through this filter of does that align with my own thoughts about myself and if it doesn't what's different about it mm-hmm. is there something that they're seeing that I'm missing or is it that they're reading something that I'm, I'm putting something out there that's not in alignment with what I believe about myself yes and I like you said when you have those people that are closest to you the core people that really know and have seen who you've always been and know you at your core when you can, when we feel unsure of who we are at our core, because we all go through those identity, like, (laughs) crises and things like that, like, there's just a lot of things that can happen, then checking in with them and seeing, okay, I want to take what they're saying and see if this is exactly in alignment. Um, It's hard. Life, I think it's hard because life can throw a lot of different 
things at you to make you question who you might have always been at your core. And then that's when you need to reach out to those people who have always known you um, and know that, nope, this is how you've always been and I see this, so don't doubt yourself. Um, And there's a lot of things that we need to learn about coming from within when we're doubting and learning like to have that confidence within but life is also meant to be lived in community and relationships and we need that connection and so having that as well like you said is very very important um yeah I'm just trying to think of different types of relationships I think I've had a friend since fifth grade and She's always seen me doing different things or starting different businesses or <laughs> just like always doing different stuff like that. And you mean it wasn't a straight line? I wasn't <laughs> like, oh, hey, this is what I'm going to do and now I'm killing it. That wasn't your thing. <laughs> I know. It was always oh. just different stuff. Shattered. Everything just shattered. <laughs> yes. and, but you start to doubt because you're like, well, I'm not like other, other people. And she's like, but Bree, you've always been that way. You've always been that you know that way and so when you start to get into that sense they kind of bring you back and go no it's not wrong because I think sometimes you can feel like it's wrong that I'm this way and no it's not wrong that you're this way but when something does feel out of alignment checking in with those people and seeing if it really is in alignment or isn't yeah. and then advocating <laughs> for yourself when you are changing in a direction that still aligns with yourself but it might be just different than others are used to. Yeah. Ugh. Which comes down to trust, right? You have yeah. to trust that the people around you are looking out for your best interests. And they have to trust that when you're making a change, that even though it changes your interaction with them in some way, or it could potentially change that, that you're doing it from a place of love and compassion and truth. Yeah. Um, because... Somebody once said something to me that has really resonated with me, right? Like, truth is truth regardless of its source. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's that's really powerful. Like, you don't have to like who's saying something to you um, in order for it to still be true. Um, and, or you can, you know, it can come from a place of somebody, you know, that cares deeply about you and they say something and it might strike you in a way that's, that's hard to absorb. Mm-hmm. Um but that doesn't necessarily make it any less true. Um, but the flip side of that is if you're going through a really tough time and you're struggling with identity and that kind of crisis of who am I or what is my purpose or all those things that, that um, we talk about, you know, trusting that when somebody's speaking positivity into that, that it's not coming from a place of cliche, that it's coming from a place of truth. Mm-hmm. That those things, the the positive things they're saying about you are because they've been with you, they've seen that, and they know that those things are true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so honoring that, even though I'm in this dark place and I can't see that right now, um, I trust you enough to believe that what you're saying is true. <laughs> yes, yeah. So. Oh, I just, yeah, it makes me feel so happy to just hear all those things and I hope that this um really touches a lot of people today because I think it's a very normal and human thing to constantly be wondering 
okay, what is my purpose? Who, who am I? And that's actually a sign of very intelligent um, beings that we are because we're constantly searching for that truth. And we're constantly trying to be um, better versions of ourselves. So that's where the personal growth comes in. And it's good to have those conversations with people that you trust and that are going to have the good intentions um, (laughs) (laughs) of continuing to help you grow. Um, I know that I wouldn't have grown in certain ways without many different people in my lives. Um, And yeah, it's just a really inspirational thing. So everyone, if you ever question who you are or what your purpose is, know that that is also number two of self-compassion, common <laughs> yeah. humanity. Got to plug that in. Right, there you go. And we're all, we're all in it together, and we've, we're all there. And it's okay to reach out to your close people and talk about it. Yeah. So, because then they'll feel like, oh, I can reach out to you and talk about it too and know that in vulnerability, I'm going to be okay. Like, yeah. Absolutely. I nodded my head because obviously everybody <laughs> listening can see me. I nodded my head <laughs> hey, we're both nodded, right? right? <laughs> we're yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is great. Oh, man. So I want to kind of, let's see here. So I love leaving with points too, like mm-hmm. summing things up. Maybe the top three facets of personal growth and then the top three facets of relational growth okay. to let people know. Yeah. Um, I think it all starts with authenticity and acceptance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be your authentic self. But don't be afraid to change. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's this idea that, like, if I'm authentic, I'll never change. But the fact of the matter is we do change over time. Um, you know, what's appropriate at one age or stage of life isn't necessarily appropriate for you at a different stage. So authenticity doesn't mean, like, oh, never going to change my opinion on anything, never going to, you know, that's not growth. Authenticity is being in alignment with your core mm-hmm. of who you are throughout that. So I think that's the first thing, accepting of yourself mm-hmm. um, and what your authentic you is um, and having those boundaries um, and trust. And trust. So yeah, two boundaries and three trust. Yes. So, and that would be the three for personal growth. And then I think for relational growth, it's, fairly similar as well but having trust in that relationship I think is really key first like really trusting that person and knowing that they're coming from good intent and to help and to love and then I feel like the second one is both sides needing to be open to the growth needing to understand that as we are in a relationship together friendship family romantic being open to that growing um, because we change and that's okay. <laughs> right. Um, and then maybe number three is knowing that sometimes when you grow, there is going to be, um, positive reinforcement and there's also going to be conflict, but conflict isn't bad when you're growing. Um, I think sometimes we feel like conflict can be scary and it is, <laughs> but when you both have differing opinions, or differing journeys and you're trying to understand each other's as long as you're coming in there and both loving each other even if you don't fully get it I think that really makes it grow too yeah so right so I put that I think kind of a similar thought Ooh, yeah. down as accepting someone else as they are 
supporting their growth and change, but accepting them as they are now, not who you think they might become. Oh, I like that. So, yeah, it, it gives you room for that growth, right? That mm-hmm. we might both be changing. Um, or maybe I see this, you know, I think people talk about seeing potential in mm-hmm. somebody. And that can be great, um, but fall in love with in whatever capacity, I don't necessarily mean romantic when I say that, Um, fall in love with this person that you're in relationship with in a way that you are 100% on board with who they are right now, knowing that that might change over time. Not, oh, but I love the potential of who this person could become. Yeah. Um, That's great that you're comfortable with who they could become, but you need to be okay with the fact that they may never become that person. Yeah, and it's okay for them to be who they are now. Right. I think sometimes, in in general, we just get so fixated on the future, whether in relationships, <laughs> yes. ourselves, or just life, and sometimes we need to think more about the present yeah. and being <laughs> joyful in the present, which is accepting that person and ourselves and our situation. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, well, and I think one of the things as I've more years behind me <laughs> um, that I've uh, I don't know a lesson that I've learned or something that I've sort of um, taken to heart is that somebody's ability to love or even to show love isn't a reflection of your worthiness of love mm-hmm. so um, you can care deeply about someone Um, And they can care about you (laughs) um, and not be able to show it um, in a way for whatever reason, whatever, there's a million different reasons for that. Um, But they may not be able to show it in a way that supports you well, um, but that doesn't make you any less worthy of love. Um, Or maybe they just, they just, you know, aren't capable of loving um, in the ways that we think Mm -hmm. Um, or yeah, you know, there's, again, a million different reasons that can yeah. lead to someone being really unable to show love for others. Um, and the way that others may need to receive. Right, exactly. And that's okay. Yeah, and that's okay. It kind of goes back to the giving and receiving. You know, that day or that season of their life, they might be only able to give in certain ways. And for you, you need to receive in certain ways. And it's just like, Almost like you can go to like that book, <laughs> the different love languages too. <laughs> right. Um, but, and that's okay. I think that gets into like expectations. Sometimes yes. we need to have a little bit more realis- realistic expectations for ourselves and others. And also um, compassion for where they are at as well as we are at. Yes. And know that we're really all trying to get to the same goal. <laughs> it's just there are so many things that could be happening and making it so they can't give in the way that you would prefer to receive or vice versa. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I love those. Um, I love how you narrowed it down, and then I just started spouting again. So, (laughs) hey, I spouted earlier. I think we're both doing great here. And this is what this episode is for. We like having conversations, so it's a little bit more free and less structured. I really like that. So... Um, well, I think that's, you know, we gave our top three facets of each one. Um, you should follow Susan at HT Performance. We'll have her links in the podcast notes. Um, she's doing a lot of really awesome things and she's got some really good things in the works. 
Thank you so much for being here again. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. It's just fun. It's always good to connect with you. Yeah, I love these conversations. And everybody, I hope you have a wonderful Monday.